Welcome to another episode of Restoring Your Voice, where me, your host, Pastor David, helps you to use your voice for God's glory to speak up and speak out. Well, welcome friends and family to another episode. Today is the 2nd of September, 2021, and I'm sitting here drinking my coffee because why? Coffee is good and I love coffee. So, today, I take a, hold on, let me take a sip of my coffee. Alright, I'm not going anywhere. Um, anyway, today I want to talk about the dangers of putting trust in man. Now, this doesn't just apply like to people in the church, though. We'll get into that. But this also applies to elected officials, for instance. Or appointed officials. So people appointed by those elected, right? And I'm going to specifically talk about, for instance, Supreme Court justices. Now, we, we can go to other judges, uh, 19th Circuit Court and, and so on. You know, these are all people appointed by our elected officials. And anyways, uh, a prime example of this is this recent abortion um, thing in Texas, right? Texas passed a heartbeat law, praise God. So here's some good news. And basically, so six weeks. After six weeks, um, Texas had made it illegal to get an abortion. And they will prosecute people if they do. And rightly so, for murdering a baby. Right? Right to life. That's what it's about. Everybody has a right to life. Um, and so, why why am I bringing this up? Because, so they waited six weeks. Nothing from the Supreme Court. Well, uh, just recently came out um, how the Supreme Court said, yeah, this, this law is okay. We're not going to do anything about it. However, however, there were three dissenting justices. One of them was Chief Justice Roberts, right? Who was appointed to the Supreme Court by George W. Bush. And, you know, it, George W. Bush was considered a conservative president, right? He was a Republican. He's also a conservative. And so people would be like, well, I mean, you know, a conservative president appointed this justice, right? So he, he is going to be okay on our case. Yet we've seen not just with this case I just talked about or uh, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I'm not a legal expert um, that went before the Supreme Court. Um, and others were Chief Justice Roberts again did not side with Bible-based values. And, and he's not the only one. I'm just using that as an example. Um, there's others that have been appointed. Even uh, Brett Kavanaugh, who was appointed by President Trump. Uh, even, uh, oh, what's her name? Amy, I can't remember. Barrett. Amy Comey Barrett. There, there it is. Um, I got to get more coffee in me, man. They've made very, uh, someone say questionable decisions, but I don't miss words. They've made uh, decisions that are not based on the Bible. Um, that's no surprise with, you know, Amy Coney Barrett being a Catholic anyways. But uh, so, so now I'm sure that many have felt let down by this. And I get it. You know, we, we hope that they'll make wise decisions, but they don't. And, and so that's one side of mankind letting us down. 
Uh, we we can go for any anybody uh, anybody we elect, for instance, right? We've seen how horrible politicians can be, right? We we can we've seen how horrible politics can be, and so if we put our trust in man, we're going to be let down every time. For one, and I'm just talking about that side. So that's one danger. Oh my gosh! And then we start losing hope. You know, we start our, our faith. You know, we don't exercise. We don't exercise it we don't use it right some some might say losing faith but i don't know if you can lose it uh, but i hope you get where i'm coming from now that that that's bad enough okay even worse though even worse hear me stick with me you know, for the whole episode you need to hear this okay you need to hear this that putting trust Trusting in man, in, in in the church, in the body of Christ is even worse. It's even more dangerous, in fact. And why, why do I say this? Because there are lots of senior leaders in the church body, and some of them senior by position, some of them senior by longevity, and it is breaking my heart. I am grieved and I'm also angered that they are falling for heresy left, right, and center. Either that or they are getting, or, or now they're greedy. And a couple examples of this, and I don't normally do this, but I'm going to have to do this. Unfortunately, it's come to this point. Um, is it Marilyn and Sarah? The Marilyn and Sarah Hickey show. I don't know exactly what it's called, but Marilyn Hickey and Sarah Hickey and They've been recording episodes, and one of the people they had on was Brian Simmons, and I've talked already uh, about uh, Brian Simmons uh, being a heretic and the Passion Translation being a heresy, and if that offends you, well, so be it, um, but, you know, that's what the truth is at, at times, and anyway, so Marilyn Hickey had Brian Simmons on her show, like, that's bad. That's really bad. Um, I hate doing this. But Sid Roth has 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 had him uh, uses the Passion Translation to post, you know, quote unquote Bible verses. But I don't call them Bible verses since they're from the Passion. And, and let me just pause and say, yes, I've done my research into the Passion. Yes, I've not only bumped it up against other English translations, but I've also bumped it up against the original Greek. All right, the biblical Greek, Greek, Koine Greek. I, I've researched this in depth. I've looked at it from every possible angle. I, I've said, well, maybe it's just a paraphrase, you know, like the message or the, the New Living Translation. But paraphrases don't change the meaning. And the Passion does that. It changes the meaning. Okay, it adds stuff that was never there into Scripture. Okay, it takes away stuff from Scripture. So, yes. That's full-blown heresy. Let me just put that on there. And and people endorsing and using the passion is just one example. Now I'm not calling everybody who does a heretic. Please hear my heart on that. Okay, that's not my it's not my job. I'm not playing Holy Spirit Junior. But it is these senior leaders, right? Senior leaders that many look up to, like not only look up to, as in 
they listen to him, but they look to him as an example and they put all their hope and they just they just look okay if they said it must be good if they taught it, it must be good if they preached it, it must be good if they put an e-course on it it must be good yet yeah, none of that you know makes it good just because somebody says it whether you like it or not just because somebody says it and just because the majority of people say something doesn't make it true the bible tells us we are to prove all things can i get an amen from you out there all right, let me pause and say, share this message. Share this episode, please. And welcome, by the way, if this is your first time listening. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I love having you on here. Love it, love it. I'm so honored that you are listening. And let me just also pause and say, uh, we need your help. Okay, this episode, this, this podcast is a Restored to Life Church podcast. Okay, and I'm the senior pastor there. And we need your help. So please pray. People need your help. People need us to be the hands and feet of Jesus. The links to donate are in the description. So please pray to the Lord. Seek his face on if he wants you to give and how much he wants you to give. And we would appreciate any amount to help um, those way less fortunate in Pakistan to give them food and groceries and give those children an education. So please, I pray um, that you do. We need your help. We cannot help other people unless people donate. Okay, we don't make a dime. We don't make any money as a church. We don't rake in an income. I don't rake in an income as a pastor. So anyway, um, we the Bible tells us to prove all things. The Bible tells us that. Okay, the Bible does not say a man is infallible. Okay, this is not the Catholic Church. We don't talk about papal infallacy. In other words, where the Pope is infallible and what he says goes. It's not the way things work. That's not the way things were ever expected to work. And no matter who the person is, it's pointed in the Bible, unless it's Jesus, nobody, nobody's perfect. I don't care who they are. Well, you may say the words, mate, what about the prophets? None of them were perfect. Read any of them. Read how they, they, they talked to God at times. Not saying they sinned, but I'm just saying, you know, they were not perfect and God had to correct them. You know, God called Jeremiah, for instance. And the first thing Jeremiah does, like, God, I can't do that. You know, I'm I'm, a, I'm too young. He starts making excuses, right? And what is, the Lord rebukes him for it. Same thing with Moses, right? Moses is before God, you know, the burning bush, pre-incarnate Jesus. Tells him he's got to speak. Oh, I, you know, I, I got a speech impediment. I can't do that. God rebukes him for it. So anyway, just to, you know, point out, highlight two characters in the Bible that are held in high esteem and rightly so. But even Paul, Paul made explicitly clear that he was a fallible man, right? He said that that he does things that he doesn't want to do and the things he wants to do, he doesn't do it. So he's human. So no, we are not to look at a man as infallible. We are to prove all things. I'll put the challenge out there and I'll do it again right here. Test everything I say by scripture. Don't take my word for it. You do your due diligence you prove what I say, whether it's good or not, whether it's of God or not, whether it's biblical or not. All right. Not saying I'm not saying that because I'm, I'm arrogant and cocky, but I'm no, I'm seriously, I'm not perfect. I put this out there. What, you know, there's a person who actually did contact me. Brother, I think you're wrong on this. And I was like, well, you know what? You're absolutely right. And I had to apologize. 
But the danger is 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 these people can and are leading people astray. If people aren't testing it. Well, you know, don't you know what they've done? And then they talk about <clears throat> what they've done in the past. And I'm not discounting what they did. But I'm also not discounting the evil that they're doing right now. Now you, you may think, oh, yes, you're going a little bit too far. Well, what about Judas? All right now, some may think, well, God just put, you know, Judas there, you know, because eventually he's going to betray him. Well, no, not really. Do you, you honestly think Jesus chose the original 12 apostles, you know, without using any wisdom, without giving Judas a chance? Do you, do you honestly think, no, if, if you think that you've got a complete wrong view of God, okay? You got a complete wrong view of God. Don't do that. And I'm saying this because, and my phone was ringing. I forgot to put it on vibrate. I'm gonna put that on vibrate. Well, never mind. I'll put it later. Um, see, I get distracted. Anyways, leading people astray. Okay, the, the passion translation, or 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 they're bilking people for money, right? Come and join my mentorship program. And the only mentoring they actually do is one like Zoom call a month. That's not mentoring. Hey, right? mentoring. Is, is you're in somebody's life at all times, like all the time. Maybe not every day, but you get my meaning, right? You, you know, you, you, it's a conversation between you and the other person, right? One on one, by the way, or or the fact that people charge exorbitant amounts of money for an online conference. I mean, seriously, it's online, right? It's it doesn't cost that much to stream. Um. And without getting into the technical details, but we have stuff like that, right? We have people uh, preach and teach stuff um, that people are just like, well, so-and-so is a respected teacher. And it's like, well, what the freaking do? They may be, they may have been respected. They may have come out with lots of great stuff, but, 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 you know, how long do we let people get away with stuff? How long do we just let wrong happen and go on? And then nothing is done, nothing is said, uh, just because. No, stop putting your trust in a man. You do that, it will lead to destruction. It will lead to your destruction. All right? So with that, we'll take a break. Welcome back. So today we're talking about the dangers of putting trust in a man. It's needed to be said. I don't apologize for anything I said, but I am brokenhearted, and I wish I didn't have to name names, and I and I don't like doing that. Honestly, I I rarely ever do it, but it's got to be said. So, what are these some wrong beliefs that I was talking about that I mentioned wrong beliefs before the break? Well, stuff like Catholics are saved and they're part of the body of Christ. Let me just make that clear. No, they're not. No, they're not. Once they get saved, they are no longer a Catholic. And they will, if they are truly saved, they will be out of the Catholic Church. It won't take them a long time. It won't take them years. They will come out of it. Why? Because once they are saved, once we are saved, we get the Holy Spirit who leads us in all truth. Now, unless we reject that truth, and if we do, then we're not saved and we have forfeited our salvation. And, you know, go, go and listen to the two episodes I did this season, 
Nightburn Season 2. Go listen to the two interviews I've done with Steve Christie, a former Catholic, on his book, Why Protestant Bibles Are Smaller. And we get into a lot of good stuff. So if you're thinking, oh, brother, you're wrong. Well, you know what? Go listen to the interview. Listen to somebody who was once a Catholic and came out of it. Or, for instance, here's another. Uh, out of, oh, there's so many false teachings out there. And I'm not calling everybody false teacher, but there's so many things. And we need, the Bible is our litmus test of truth. Not what somebody says. It's the Bible. Prove all things. And the number one way that any of us can prove all things is to run it through the filter of Scripture. Does it pass the Scripture test or not? It doesn't matter. Likeable people, friendly people, been on interviews, have books published, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. What matters is, does it pass the scripture test or not? Because either it does or it doesn't. There's no middle ground. Either scripture is for it or against it. But there is no middle ground. None. So people want to teach, teach you stuff and say, well, go do this, go do that. Well, no, you pause. You, you don't just take a hook, line, and sinker. You go check it through scripture. Nobody's infallible. Nobody is above reproach. Nobody is above re um, rebuke and correction. Nobody. I don't care who they are. King Saul was rebuked. The king, the highest human authority in the land of Israel, was rebuked, corrected, and he refused to repent, and he was taken out of his position. So there are many examples of this. You know, long lines of kings that guy says, you are evil, boom. I mean, I mean, the man that he put in charge of, of the captives when Israel was taken captive by Babylon, King Nebuchadnezzar. God took him out. He humbled him. He's like, you don't, you know, he sent Daniel to speak to him. Like, you don't humble yourself. Like, this is what's going to happen. And it happened. And many other, other, other examples. I mean, Peter was rebuked by Paul, right? Here, here Peter is. Right? And the Judaizers, the Judaizers come along and say, you know what? No, Gentiles must be, and they try to say that Gentiles must be circumcised to come into the faith. And then other things. And then Paul had to come and rebuke Peter for it. Peter, the apostle, right? The one Jesus said, you know, upon this rock, I will build my church, right? Not upon Peter. Peter's not a pope. Never was, never will be. But... The thing is that he said this to Peter. All right, so here Peter is leading the way. Right, here we are. Jesus ascended. The Holy Spirit is poured out. Peter gets up there, preaches a fiery sermon, an awesome sermon to, to, to the Jewish crowd. And then 3,000 come to salvation. Boom. Yet he had to be rebuked and corrected. Not saying, now let me just pause and say, don't think that you're going to play Holy Spirit Jr. It's not our job. We're not to go out and call everybody out and rebuke them and don't get on social media, please, and, and do that publicly. Don't just don't do that. There's a time. There may be a time and a place for it, but don't be looking for an opportunity to do that. Point is, when we put our trust in man instead of God, we will be led astray. We will be led down that wide road that leads to destruction. No, not every person who teaches, preaches, prophesies, you name it, is of God. Right? How do we know that? Matthew chapter seven. Jesus says, in that day, many will come to me. Teacher, didn't we heal in your name? Cast out demons in your name. 
prophesy in your name. What did Jesus tell them? Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Whoa. Okay, then. Okay, we, we have an example like Simon the Sorcerer out there. Like, yeah, this is some cool stuff, right? We have, and then he gets rebuked by Peter because he wants to buy the gifts of the Holy Spirit. See if he can do that. You know, Ananias and Sapphira got taken out. Boom. Rightly so by the Holy Spirit. So there are tons of examples in the Bible. And I think I've, I've said enough, you know, current names, you know, but you decide for yourself. And I'm not saying just because somebody's different. You know, oftentimes we can, let me just throw out this word of caution before we end, is that sometimes we think somebody's false because it doesn't fit our beliefs. Well, it may not fit our beliefs for various reasons. You know, some, some of those reasons may be that their calling is different than your calling, and that's cool. Right? It doesn't make them bad just because they do something you don't, or speak something you don't, or teach something you don't. Okay, or maybe it's their style. You know, we all have a personality. We're all different, right? The Bible makes that explicitly clear. Go read it for yourself, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And anyway, so, or maybe they're a pastor, right? Maybe they're a teacher. Maybe they're a prophet, and right? Whatever. So if, if, if somebody's called into the fivefold, Right, each of those fivefold gifts are different, and then you know, prophets are kind of like straightforward, like, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah." People, that's fine, that's cool. You know, apostles, we're we we are more patient. We're we're here to build. Right, that doesn't mean we're here to bless you and say, "Oh no, we're here to build you up." Though, okay, we're a bit more patient. We just don't cast people aside. Right, like teachers are really, I mean, they are great at, at explaining things in depth. Helping us to understand it and things. And, and then, you know, the list goes on, obviously, but we're all still needed, right? The the apostles, we need the prophets speaking into our life, right? The, the pastor needs the apostle to help him out, vice versa, right? Because the pastor is great at shepherding people, a whole group of people, amen? And then, you know, I'm just giving you examples because I don't want you to think that, well... If they're different or this, you know what? I'm going to even say, you know what? Even our brothers and sisters in, in like fundamentalist Baptist churches who don't believe in the gifts of the spirit, that's not heresy. And they bring souls in a lot of times. So let's not dismiss them either. But let's prove all things. Oh, brother, I, I think, you know, you may think, oh, cessationism is heresy. Oh, no, not really. Check it in the Bible. Go in the book of Acts. Right? Um, they come across this group of people. Who have yet to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, but they didn't discount them as saved. They asked them, you know, well, well, I don't, well, what, what baptism are you of? Oh, we were the baptism of John, baptized, baptized in water. They didn't tell them, oh, you need to get saved. No, they didn't. Prove all things. Prove it. See, is Calvinism heresy? Is the belief, in other words, that people are only saved who God says, and everybody else should go to hell? Or that everything that happens is God's will. Stuff like that. It's a heresy. You go check it in the Word. I mean, I'm going to say it is. And eventually I'll do a, a future video on this. Um, but check it for yourself. Is, is it true or not? You know, is it honestly a different gospel? Go check it. Is it a different Jesus, Calvinism? Or anything else for that matter? Go check it. But, but we need to do that. All right? We need to be accountable to one another. Let me just put that out there. 
I don't care who you are. I don't care what your position is. I don't care what your gift or calling is. I don't care about any of that. Uh, I'm telling you is we all need to be accountable to one another. All right, we are not above accountability. Nobody is. You out there, I'm not above accountability to you. If I say something that's crazy, wrong, wacky, then you know what? I, you have every right to confront me and, and tell me about it. Just don't tell me about it in such a way like, oh, you must be a false apostle. Well, you know what? I'm not going to respond to that. I don't respond to nastiness. I don't do it. No, now notice I, you know, I didn't call people false, false that during this broadcast, but prove all things. Remember that. I'm gonna say it one more time, friends. Prove all things through the filter of Scripture. And with that, I call you blessed in the name of Jesus. Have a great and wonderful day. So that's it for this episode of Restoring, Restoring Your, your voice. voice with your host, Pastor David. And saying, God bless you. Get out there and be the kingdom.